Hello and welcome to The Voice of Progression. I am your host, David Cox. For the next several weeks, we will be discussing the book entitled The Prospering Power of Prayer by Catherine Ponder. Come join my co-host, Mildred Cox, and me as we dive deep and discuss our thoughts around this short and powerful book entitled The Prospering Power of Prayer. Hello and welcome to The Voice of Progression. I'm your host, David Cox. And today, uh, Mildred Cox and myself, we will be continuing our studies on the Prospering Power of Prayer by Catherine Ponder. We are now on chapter three. And the title of chapter three is Making the Right Contact for Prosperity. Making the Right Contact for Prosperity. And as a disclaimer, I feel like that we should um, state that this book is not so much about prayer as it's also about prosperity and to just take us back to the very first page of the book it says you are prosperous to the degree that you are experiencing peace health and plenty in your world prayer can help you experience peace health and plenty because prayer is man's steady effort to know god and god is the source of all man's good thus in prayer man makes common union with God and his infinite goodness. So as we talk about the prosperity um, and making contact, the contact for the prosperity, keep in mind that the prayer that we pray and the prayers that we're going to talk about today allows you to be able to experience those things that she is stating um, in the very first page of the book about your peace, your health, and plenty in your world. So just be mindful of that as we go through this chapter and as we really go through this book, because it really is how the prosperity, how our prayer allows us to prosper. Not so much about the physical things, which is all good, but we can. When you have peace in your life, when you have love in your life, um, when you have um, good health and the things that your needs are being met, that is prosperity, however you wish to see it, because some people might not have what you have, so you're prospering in that way. And, and we'll talk about a lot of different ways and how these prayers will allow us to be able to live the life that we choose to live. Getting into the book on chapter three, says, page 24, in this era, when, when success is sometimes considered to be the results of knowing the right people or having the right contact, it is refreshing to read these words of Charles Fillmore. What we need to realize above all else is that God has provided for the most minute need of our daily life and that if we lack anything in it, it is because we have not used our mind and making the right contact with the supermind, the spiritual substance from which comes all visible wealth is never depleted. And we pretty much have, we pretty much covered that, but I think it's beautiful. It's, 
if you're having basically experiencing uh, lack and limitations in your life, it's not because of God. It's because of you not making the right contact with God in order to receive, um, to not live in that place. It's your mindset of not connecting with the invisible substance of God that is always available at all times. It's not that it's coming or not that it's going. The invisible substance of God is always available to us and that we have to have that in mind. God's spirit is always available for us to tap in and really what we really want to do is as as we practice prayer, as we um, find, as it says, our steady effort to know God, to know the spirit of God and how it flows in our lives, around our lives. And um, we have to be conscious of the presence of God being available at all times. The song comes to um, mind, and I said this um, in my thoughts as I was studying this chapter, we, we used to sing the song, the presence of the Lord is here. And I think sometimes in context, because we're singing it in church, we're thinking that, oh, the spirit of God is right here. But you can sing that song. The presence of the Lord is here. Always in your mind, think that the presence of the Lord is here right now. Be mm -hmm. mindful of that, not just in the sanctuary, not just when you're in a... a uh, religious or some type of gathering, but you can say the presence of God is right here, right now with me. And that, that's the awareness of God being in your life at this present time. Anything you want to share with that mom? No. All right. We're going to move on page, um, 25. It is right with with you all the time and responds to your faith in it and your your demand upon it. So remember, if it's there available to you, it responds to you. It responds to you by your faith in it. Having faith and knowing that this, the visible substance of God, God's presence is always there. Knowing that, and not having this idea that it comes and goes allows you to be in that place, knowing that in, in that faith, and it allows you to put the demands upon it. And we and we're going to talk about how the demands really what we're talking about is. But so whatever you desire when you pray, so it shall be. So that that's how that moves into that. When you pray, do you have an expectancy? We we're going to be talking and getting into that, but. What do, you, what do you know? What demands are you putting on the presence of God in your life as you go through your daily life? We're going to move on. You got anything for that, Mom? All right, page 25. Perhaps the most powerful method of making this contact, and yet one of the simplest, is through affirmative prayer. One of the methods mentioned in chapter 1. And she says, I'm devoting this entire chapter to affirmative prayer because it's one of the easiest forms of prayer for many people to use. And it is the favorite form of prayer that works miracles in, she said, in my own life over the years. And so, again, you know, like I said in the previous um, podcast, 
that this woman who wrote this book is not, she just didn't write a book about something, but she experienced these. And I encourage you because of time is to buy this book and let this be a, a, a book to help you be able to um, uh, strengthen your spiritual practices of prayer being in your life in prosperity. So, um, and I think it's a great book that you can, you never can get uh, just one thing out of it. You can always pick it up and find something new, um, something that's, uh, that's spiritually that's going to help you cultivate a, a, a life of prayer. Um, so going on to uh, bottom of page 25. Um, I also want to go back. I'm sorry. I want to just say one thing about the, the success. Um, success doesn't come because of people or, or your connection or your context to those people. God is your source. So identifying the, the presence, the power of God being right here, right now in your life. Understand it doesn't come and go. I'll just keep repeating that because sometimes we say God is going to do and the presence of God is already doing. So you got to keep that in mind, knowing that there's not anything for God to do. It's really for us to come into the awareness of God can do the faith that believes in the invisible substance that makes things happen for us. Mm -hmm. And, um, and so, and then a lot of times when, you know, when it comes down talking about prosperity, a lot of times we think that that prosperity comes through somebody, you know, our wealth comes through somebody. And I think as one of the podcasts, previous podcasts, I told you that I had to understand that my employer was not, they were a means to my success. Because when you put your faith in man, man can then, if he's giving you your success, he can also take your success away from you. So just be mindful of being, this book, this chapter is talking about the contact, making contact with the good that's in your life, which is the spirit of God that's in your life, making sure that we're dwelling in that presence, making sure that we're conscious of that presence, making sure that we have faith in that presence, knowing that we can put the demands in the presence of, of the presence of God being in our lives so they can work in us through us and as us. Um, I have a couple other notes that I got on here for page 24 and 25. Um, I think that's going to be it for that. We're going to move right along to bottom of page 25. How to have any good thing. We can have any good thing for which we are willing to pay the price of daily consistently affirm affirmation. But knowing about the power of affirmative prayer isn't enough. We have to pray affirmatively, personally, and constantly. And again, going over with the affirmative prayer, and we're going to walk you through that process. But in your mind, affirming is, and I'm not moving ahead, and I'm probably not even going to go. I'm just going to keep on reading because I know the chapter, and I'm just talking. So bear with me. We're going to stick with the chapter so we can make sure that we stay within our time frame. But it's saying that it's not just an it's not just knowing about the power of affirmative prayer is not enough. She says at the bottom of page 25, she says we have to pray affirmatively, personally, and constantly. She goes on by saying, by uh, going on to 
top of page 26, our words are loaded with power and every word we speak out and returns as a multiplied result. Knowing this, I think to affirm often, my words are charged with prospering power. My words are word. My words are charged with prospering power. And so, I'm basically, just talking about how your words, what you come, out, what comes out of your mouth, responds to whatever, however you feel. So you know, but we need to use that in a positive way by knowing that we can affirm what we wish to desire that's in our lives. That we can. We can um, affirm it. We can see it. We can visualize it. We, we're getting into it. I'm getting get into the feeling. We're going to get into all of that. But all of that encompasses of how you do get to the desires of your heart. And a lot of it has to do with our mind, our body, and our souls. And how we practice this spiritual practice, how we do this on a daily basis, depends on really the results that you're trying to get. So it's not just so, so, so up chance so that God's going to do something or like he got to decide that he wants to do something for you. Understand that that presence is power and you have to you have to put in the work in order to, to, to see the manifestation take place within your own personal life. Anything you got on that, Mom? Okay, she want me to keep on going. All right. Um, prayer affirmatively by blessing. To affirm, page 26, to affirm is simply to make firm. And an affirm, affirmative prayer do just that. They make firm our good and help us experience it. One type of affirmative prayer is that of blessing. By blessing the substance at hand, we increase its flow and its immediately multiplying power. If a purse seems empty, we should take it in our hands and bless it by affirming, I, bless, I bless you and bless you for the riches of God that are now being demonstrated in and through you. So, and even to the point, I'll even go with this, that we sit down at the table and we bless our food. We say, Lord, we, we bless this food. We ask you to sanctify it purify it for the nourishments of our bodies. We already did take, we are affirming that it will be nourishing to us, that it will be, and we're giving thanks, um, all of that. So basically you're seeing, you, you're saying that this wallet is going to, it's, it's going to be plentiful and it's going to, I'm blessing it for the prosperity that it is going to create in my life. I'm giving thanks for this wallet so that it will be, that the, all of my bills and my needs will be met. Because I'm blessing the money that is going to come in my life, that I shall not lack anything because God is the source of all my and will supply all of my needs. And so that's where you start blessing. You start being blessed. You bless things. You thank God for the things and you, you give thanks and you bless it. You, and we can go back to even to the scripture. And we talked about it, I think, in one previous podcast about. Jesus, when he was with the disciples and the, and all the multitude of people, and he raised, he blessed those fish. He raised the, the, the loaf of bread and the fish, and he, he gave thanks, and he blessed it. And out of that, out of the thankfulness and the blessings of that, thanking and blessing the bread, 
it became room and more for everyone. So everyone was able to eat, as we stated. And then they even had some to be able to take little lunch boxes back to the people who didn't have nothing to eat. So it, it multiplies for when we, when we are able to do this. So keep that in mind, how this affirmative prayer actually works. Bottom of page 26, affirmations of thanks proves powerful. I'm going to move on to page 27. It says, I give thanks that my financial income increased mightily now through the direct action of God for payment of indebtedness and financial obligation. I give thanks for the immediate complete payment of all financial obligations in the name of Jesus Christ for increased success along all lines. I give thanks that every day in every way I am growing richer and richer. So you you just really affirming uh, what you wish to have in your life. You're a blessing and giving thanks for the prosperity in your life. And even if you might not see it, it is opening up the way for you to receive it. So that's bottom page 27. We're going to keep on moving. Um, and getting just a little bit about the demand. What do you demand? It says, I should be able to demand upon whatever I so desire. So whatever it says, again, I say, when you ask in my name, believe it and you shall receive it. Sometimes we, we say that and... We haven't really totally convinced ourselves that we have, that we, when we do that, that is done. So that a lot of times now when we, when I pray and a lot of times I'll, I'll say, and so it is because we are affirming that it is to come. It is not that it is to come. It is. We just got to convince ourselves that it comes. God already knows that it's here, but we have to convince it. So when we say, and so it is, it is so. And we are affirming what we are praying, not for God to do, but what God can do through us. That's true. Anything on that, Mom? No, keep going. Okay, page 20. We're going to skip over 28 and 29 and go to page 30. This book is full of a lot of affirmative prayers that she gives. So we ask you to go when you, if you get the book, you'll be able to go over them. We're not going to go through all the prayers. We're just going to go into the parts about the affirmative prayer. Page 30, praise as prayer, praise as prayer. Still another form of affirmative prayer is sincere praise. We should praise what we have. And in our thoughts and words, we shall insist that it is constantly expanding into a greater good. We shall also praise God for his goodness that is always at work in our lives. Going to the middle of page 31. A wonderful way to express praise is to begin the day by affirming prosperity and success instead of facing it with dread, fear, and tense anxiety. Praise has a happy, relaxing effect upon us and our world. In 
the early morning hours, send praise ahead of you into the day and ensure its success by affirming. With praise and thanksgiving, I set the riches of God before me this day to guide, govern, protect, and prosper me. All things needful are now provided. My rich good becomes visible this day. And I was talking to someone the other day about how we make, and this is really what we're doing. We're making the invisible visible with the spiritual substance of God, making the invisible visible with the uh, invisible substance, which is, this, which is God divine within us. And we're making that manifest within our lives. Um, and so that's really what that's very, very powerful. Anything on that, Mom? You want me to keep on going? Okay, she's telling me to keep on going. All right, going on to page 32. Affirmative prayer that express confidence helps us to release our prosperity power. Psychologist tells us that there is a tremendous power in having self-confidence. They say that confidence doubles our power and multiplies our abilities. And mom and I was just talking about how um, you, a person might who might be experiencing um, whatever type of uh, illness or something, or, you know, a lot of times we go to the doctor. It might not be that you might get, well, they treat doctors practice. Mom always talk about how the doctor practices his, his profession. And our mindset coming into that profession of him working with us, if we have a positive mindset about it, it studies shows that the doctor works better with a patient who has a positive attitude. And, and it, it presents this wonderful way. It says, um, it says attitude originates from our beliefs. I don't have this for you, mom, but this is something I talked about. It says attitudes originates from our beliefs, those ingrained ideas that we take for granted as being truth. Our belief lies deep within our subconscious part of our mind where countless ideas, assumptions, and preconceived notions that we collected and developed over a lifetime have been sorted and stored away. Belief provides us with a built-in mechanism for quickly making decisions because they offer a sense of certainty. But sometimes these truths are not as accurate as we imagine. So basically what it's talking about is that our ideas, our, our mind, our mindset that we have, um, having a positive attitude when we pray, and we're putting that demand on it, and we have to have to believe it of what we actually are praying for um, and, and believe in it and, and our vote of confidence and, and having the feeling of prayer, knowing that it's not just the thought of prayer of, of, of this invisible sin, but also having that feeling that these things will come to us. They work together. The mind, the body, and the spirit all works together. And this type of affirmative prayer, we have to visualize it. We must see it. We, we can we can give thanks, we can bless it, and, and, and then we say what it is that we desire and it be so. 
it sounds like somebody trying to probably do some some um some type of magic sometimes when you when you articulate it of this magic of this way but a lot of it is a lot of psychology a lot of it talks about your mind and your body and your soul and you think about it, when you put your mind to do something you do it and and that's the spirit of god working in you to do what you do now understand if it's for your good it'll come with good now if it does if it ain't there's some consequences that you gonna have to deal with so that's how that works with that any good any thoughts on that mom she said keep on going all right we're gonna keep on going um also we are gonna move on to page 34 Actually, I'm going to, let's go back to page 32. I'm going to go ahead and do this and then we'll go. It says, we may more, more fully develop the prosperity power of confidence by affirming often. I'm going to read this one. I am confident that God is my instant, constant, abundant supply of health, wealth, and happiness. Or I am richly illuminated child of God, filled with divine love and wisdom by which I am guided in all my ways and now led into that which is for my highest good. Nothing on that, Mother? We are going yeah, to go to the... I'm going to say something on... I'm going to say something on that that I'm confident that God is my instant, constant, abundant supply of health, wealth, and happiness. If you ask me why I am saying that, I am saying these truths because I am experiencing these truths. Mm -hmm. So I have reached a level of comfort and confidence that God is my source mm -hmm. and I have no lack because the source is in charge of everything. And as I was talking to David prior to this podcast, all my food is supplied from the source. All of my health insurance is supplied from the source. Mm -hmm. All my medication is supplied by the source. And there are many other things that I could mention. The home that I live in supplied by the source. So I'm thankful for where I live and I'm confident that my checks won't run out. <laughs> My money will still come. I am enjoying this source, which is God. And I am aware of the provisions that he made for me. And at a time in my life when I wasn't getting but $400 a month, he has increased my earnings. Almost doubled it, actually, yeah. And... 
and then he give me peace and love and happiness and joy. And believe me, young people, old people, and semi-people, it works if you work. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your understanding. Just know God is who God is and God do what he does better than anything else. I thought about something when um, you talked about your medicine because I even know that you even do that. You pray over and bless your, bless your medicine. I bless because... all the pills because I don't know what's in them. <laughs> <laughs> But, and I tell you, I ask the Lord to help them to manage whatever chemical deficiency I may have. And he just take care of it. And they ask me, do, David asks me sometimes, how do you feel? I don't feel nothing but peace. <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel nothing but joy. Mm -hmm. And when I sleep, I'm joyful. When I'm... Wake up in the morning, I'm happy. Thanksgiving is the key. Mm -hmm. You get up and you say, I thank you, Lord, for this day. I thank you, Lord, for your sunshine. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. And I'm here. And you said, if your eyes is on the sparrow, a little sparrow, I know you got everything taken care of for me. Mm -hmm. And I yield myself, and I welcome your presence to be with me throughout today. The inner peace that it gives you is worth asking. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Anything else? <laughs> <laughs> All right. She wrapped that chapter up in that, just that nice little testimony right there from Missionary Cox, Sister Cox, Mother Cox. What other name you got? Miss Mildred. We got yep. friends that listen to us all the time, some of the names that I just called, so we're being a little comical. Miss Mildred. But anyway, top of page 34, it says, The Spirit of the Lord goes before me, making easy and successful my way. And I know Mom had something about this because it really blessed her. Um, and that's an affirmative prayer right there that she gives. The spirit of the Lord goes before me, making easy and successful my way. What you got to say about that, Mom? Say that again, David. The spirit of the Lord goes before me, making easy and successful my way. I love it. <laughs> Spirit goes before me, mm -hmm. making my way easy and successful because he's gone before me. Many times we don't acknowledge God and we put him on the back burner, but I am happy what? God has done for me is to send him forth first. And there's one scripture in the Bible, I'm not sure where these people were having problems, but they sent out a choir to sing before uh, 
they entered battle. Mm -hmm. And when they began to praise God. Was it Joshua? I don't know which one. It was Joshua maybe okay. in the battle with Jericho, Jericho people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But the songs came, boy, because the presence of the Lord was not only with the people, but it had gone over the hill and in the valley. Before, way before. And that's the way I live my life. And I thank God for it. When I am preparing to go somewhere, I send spirit over to that house, this house, the doctor's office, and everywhere I go <laughs> to be ahead of me. And when I get there, his spirit is so beautifully within me, I just go in and say, good morning, or I may take him a card, or I may take some form of expression of love and care. And as long as I'm in the present, not only outside, I want to demonstrate his presence in, in my own home. Mm -hmm. Charity begins at home. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to get out there and make like I got it out there. And David and me live here and don't have it here. <laughs> I want to be a representative of God everywhere I go. So he sends his spirit before I get up or when I get up in the morning and do it my personal. I said, Lord, I welcome you in this space. And in this place, and in this whole household, that you may be here. Let us know you here. And preside here on a daily basis. And bring peace within us so we can share it with each other. That's a good way to live. Mm -hmm. Because if you live that way, you'll stay happy. But when you listen to all these outside forces, you can get messed up all day, and anybody come in your circle will catch the disease <laughs> of being messed up as well. They'll catch the hell that you're living in. <laughs> that's, that's, <laughs> that's the way I'm saying it. She, she ain't going to say it that way, but anyway... You're going to catch hell from that person, and that, and you're going to take on and embody that and if you don't have your forces up, if you're not living in that place. That sometimes, you know, they say you can pick up people's negative vibes and very bad spirits. And that, like you say, you, you take in all of that news. We'll sit and watch so much news. And for me, if it's interrupting my spirit, and mom, mom said, let's just change the channel because we don't got the essence of the story. But... We can't dwell in that place. We have to move on. Be aware of what's going on in your world, but don't let the world control you. Let the Spirit of God rest, rule, and abide within your heart so that you can make it and be prosperous through your day. Amen. 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 <laughs> Men. Men. That's what it is. <laughs> we are almost done with this Um Chapter, the right contact for prosperity. We're going to sum this up. Bottom of page 34. If you, ha if you have a prosperity need, 
Be assured that you can make the right contact for prosperity. God has provided for the most minute need of your daily life. If you lack anything, use your mind to make the right contact with the super mind of God within you. A postal employee who had to take an efficiency test affirmed. He said, divine mind knows and divine mind shows. His test proved him most efficient. Divine mind knows and divine mind shows. <laughs> I love that. Last paragraph, chapter 5. Summing up this chapter. Affirmative prayer that express praise, thanks, blessings, confidence, and rich ideas of good are powerful yet simple channels for making the right contact with the super mind of God within you for prosperity. You have anything else on that? She wanted me to read that again. Affirmative prayer that express praise, thanks, blessings, confidence, and rich ideas of good are powerful yet simple channels for making the right contact with the super mind of God within you for prosperity. You got something for that? I'm go I would like to share a little testimony in regards to praise. And I will not go back into a experience I had in Rochester, New York about my home there at 445 Woodbine Avenue. But in the process of all the legal and um aspect of any buyer in a home, there are certain qualifications. So I'm saying this to let you know you just praise God each each step of the way if you want to say it. Mm -hmm. If you do if you get something you praise him, the next step you praise him, and the next step you praise him. So in this um spiritual and faith experience I had. I first saw it. I, I claimed it. I affirmed that it would happen. And so when it came down to the closing, and this is something that I'm sharing that's new about the process. I got them home. Everything was intact. But I owed $500 for the legal transaction. Mm -hmm. You always have to get an attorney to sign off. Mm -hmm. And I didn't have the $500. Hmm. Boy, I had a big old house, <laughs> but I couldn't get the legal papers done until I had the $500 to pay. Mm -hmm. And that's your county, gotta have some, the state, mm -hmm. gotta have some. 
And I just went to praising God for how he had worked it out so far, if, you, if I may say it that way. And I told him I needed $500. Hmm. And my dear beloved said, well, that's all he said <laughs> <laughs> as well. And something just rose up in me and said, I know where to get it. I know the contact I can get this. I could get $500 for Mrs. Russell. Mm. Lived in the Rodney Court. Mm. Then a little fear, you know, got mm -hmm. there. And I said, oh boy, that's a lot of money to ask, ask Miss Russell for $500. But I had to remember I had had 5,000, holy, yes Lord, given to me mm. when I didn't even have to ask for it. Mm -hmm. One day a lady just came by the house and said, Sister Cox, the Lord told me to give you here this, and here's $5,000. Mm. I said, well, $5,000 and $500, that's, that's, that's small. Mm -hmm. And when I got through praising God and I got through thanking Him, got up off my knees, got my telephone. Miss Russell, this is Mildred. Oh yes, Mildred, what what can I do for you? How are you today? I need five hundred dollars. She said, I'll bring it right over to you. <laughs> wow. I said, Miss Russell, what I'll do now, um, I will work each week mm -hmm. and pay you your funds back. She says, oh, I know you will, Mildred, no problem. And she gave me the $500, and I was able to transact the legal business that I needed to do. Mm. So I started going to work and not telling her not to pay me, but to take the money out. Mm -hmm. Well, Mr. Russell died. And she called me up and she said, you know, Mildred, I lost Mr. Russell. I said, I'm so sorry. What can I do? She said, nothing at this point. So I prayed with her. And I felt bad because they were my friends. And I knew I would be coming to the home and, and falling up. Mm -hmm. And one day she called me. She said, Mildred, I'm moving to California. I said, oh. And then I thought, wow, how am I going to pay her? Because I ain't going to be able to work for her. Mm -hmm. She said, and I want you to know the rest of the $400, you just have it. Mm. She said, I'm taking my girls, and we are moving to California. But that money that you're supposed to work and pay me, you can just have it. And I said, thank the Lord. So praise can bring you in contact with the people that you need to be in contact with. And, and I want to say this. Don't disbar. I think that's the right word. Your connection with people. You never know where your blessings are. Hear me good. And it's a time in life now 
that we need to connect more, not disconnect. And I'm finding in these latter days that we're experiencing people are cutting off friendship, cutting off fellowship, because I don't like the way this and that, and I don't like the children. It's not no time for that. God wants his body to come together in love. And that's when we'll start seeing the affirmations of prayers that we have going toward God being fulfilled. I thank the Lord this morning for all of his blessings. I mean, he just poured them out on me and I'm just enjoying it. And my prayer is today that I can demonstrate and tell these truths which happened years over, maybe almost 40 years ago. I don't know whether David even know, knew <laughs> how I got the legal weeds. But prior to that, my little presentation of testimony would be through. But prior to that, on Lennox, Avenue in Rochester, after I, we bought the home on Holly Street, Sister Perkins needed a house. Mm -hmm. And she said to me, and I don't know why she did it, because God had not worked this miraculous miracle for me on Woodbine, but she said, Sister Cox, I would like to buy um, a home. And I said, well, we're just praying and believe that you're going to get one. And she was renting from Mr. Russell, mm. which I did not know at the time. Mm. In some way, Miss, Mrs. Russell and me, she said, you know, we own that house over there on, on Lenox Avenue. And I said, oh, my friend lives there, a member of our church. She said, oh, <laughs> is that so? And I said to her, yes. And um, she would like uh, uh, you to uh, to buy, your, buy a home. Mm -hmm. She said, oh, Mildred, we couldn't sell her that house. Oh, wow. Just like that? Just like that. Because she didn't have the financial what they call, down here they call it credit scores. Yeah. Well, I, up there, I don't know, buying a house, you had to have some kind of collateral mm -hmm. or a good job or something. Mm -hmm. And Sister Macklin did not have that. Mm -hmm. And Mr. Russell said, I'll take back up Margaret Mildred on what you recommend. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't gonna say what happened then. But I said, well, thank the Lord, Mr. Russell, that's nice. I called up Sister Macklin and I said, Sister Macklin, um, present whatever you want to present to Mr. Russell because he got you covered. And that is why Sister Perkins got her first home in Rochester mm. through people that I knew. And she and she was written from the whole time. And she was written, and she was able to be a buyer and make an investment. 
through people that I scrub plugs for. And young people, I know you don't like to scrub plugs now. You want a high-paying job behind a desk or doing something. But God allowed me to scrub plugs on my hands and my knees. They don't hurt now. And I'm still walking on them, and I thank God for it. He let me do that, but I made contact, healthy relationships, mm -hmm. so I could go and get anything I wanted to if I kept on praising for what he had already done. Because I knew the more I praised the more ice cream he would give me. <laughs> <laughs> My friends, we have concluded another episode of A Voice of Progression. We trust and hope that this episode has been a blessing to you. Join us next week as we continue to study and expound on the book, The Prospering Power of Prayer by Catherine Ponder. Until next time, I'm your host, David Cox, with A Voice of Progression.